Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, War Games, NXT TakeOver here in in Chicago tonight. And and, uh, coming off also what's been an incredible month, maybe two months for NXT as a brand with with, uh, hitting USA running. Uh, live two hours every week, and my opinion, just for creatively knocking that out of the park every week and and, and putting on um, amazing shows uh, to, you know, Raw, SmackDown almost every week, this brand performing, uh, you know, triple duty, so to speak. Um, it's been an incredible run, incredible period of time, coming off War Games tonight, which I felt top to bottom was just spectacular, and, uh, and um, everybody was healthy thank God, uh, for the most part. And um, also, you know, we've, we've had a couple of takeovers in this in this market, highest grossing, highest attended. Um, and in a, in a week where you're doing four shows back-to-back, Friday Night SmackDown, a takeover, Survivor Series, and Raw, that's saying something. So incredible night across the board. Um, proud of this brand. And, and I, I, you know, a lot of them are going to go out there tomorrow night. Um Iron men and women, and they're going to knock it out of the park again. This is the stuff when you're a young talent, it's it's hard to express. This is the kind of stuff that, for me, when I was that age, I would have been like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. Like having this challenge night after night and then knowing that you're going to do war games tonight and then Survivor Series tomorrow, like to me this would have been the, the be-all, end-all. And talking to them now, I, I – uh, I think they I, they agree with that, and I think everybody here feels the same way. It's just like this is the ultimate challenge of of being able to prove the stuff that you're going to be able to look back at later in your career and say, man, we were we were the Iron Man uh, of that time frame. So uh, with that, I'm going to open it up to uh, to questions. And um, what do you want to say? This? Yeah. Oh, but, not as magical now that I just said you want me to say this as a <laughs> note that he handed to me, but. Uh, <laughs> It is a fact that Shawn Michaels will announce the uh, NXT Men's Survivor Series team tomorrow on the Survivor Series kickoff uh, panel. We wanted to really wait. Part of it was great for intriguing for the uh, 
creative aspect of the show, but also we wanted to wait before saying who was going to be in Survivor Series tomorrow on any of these matches for the most part, especially the five-on-five, to see who actually came out of uh, War Games uh, injury-free. And, um, you know, knowing that, um, you know, anything can happen in these. And, you know, when we have these, I hold my breath until the the show is over, so to speak, and they kind of give me that last, everybody's okay, uh, because you just don't know. And uh, it's risk to reward. We're taking risks, but we're trying to do it in the most uh, careful way possible. Um, But it is what it is. So um, we wanted to wait until tomorrow. Sean will announce that tomorrow, tonight. For anybody that missed it, Rhea Ripley just announced that um, on Facebook Live that her team for tomorrow is herself, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, um, who she explained, you know, going into war games, you just earn respect for people that are just incredible performers. So Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, she knows that she can trust Candice LeRae and um, somebody that she's known since she was 16 years old, and that would be Tony Storm. So uh, hard to really not look at that and say that is the deepest team out of Raw, out of SmackDown, and NXT. That is the deepest, most talented team um, of the group. So it should be spectacular. Um, I know they'll knock it out of the park. And a little earlier on Facebook, apparently somebody pointed out to me on the way in the door here, I said uh, Team Captain Tommaso Ciampa would announce his men's team tomorrow. That was not what I meant. I don't know why I said Tommaso Ciampa. I actually meant William Regal. Uh, the beauty of live Facebook stuff is uh, saying the wrong name. It's been a long day. But uh, William Regal will be announcing, uh, obviously, or, or having thoughts about who we put in that, that team. And Sean will be announcing that tomorrow. So. With that, I'll open it up to questions. All right, so we're going to start with starting the room. Next? Yeah, sure. Uh, Paul, Nick, Nick, say who you are. Yeah, yeah Nick Hausman with Wrestling Inc. Uh, you guys were teasing a very big surprise as the fourth member for Team Ciampa. Kevin always got a huge reaction, but we are in Chicago. Team Punk is backstage on W or back on WWE TV as part of backstage. Uh, have you talked to Punk at all since he came to backstage? I have not. Okay, so is there any interest in him coming to NXT or working at the Performance Center? Uh, no, I, I have not spoken to him. So, um, yeah, to be honest, um, we've not had that conversation. I know, uh, you know, he's working for Fox, and um, it's a bit of an arm's length from us, uh, yeah. which, you know, look, uh, all this stuff is baby steps, but you know, like, it's one of those things when, when people want something so bad, they're like, so you're saying there's a chance, you know what I mean? That's the... The, uh, the the moment in time that we're in, I even felt like today there was a moment where uh, Sam Roberts was going to say in the, or had said in the kickoff show um, a couple of times, with the, or I can't remember if he actually said it or was going to, about to say, the, the person is in Chicago. And I was like, don't, just don't say the person in Chicago in the same sentence because I feel like you're setting that up. Um, the person is here is fine. Right, right. Uh, it's just, a, you know, I understand it and I get it, but it, it is what it is at this point in time. Be happy. He's, a, he's on backstage. He's doing something in the business again, um, and that is what it is. The rest of it, you know, I've said it a million times. We've all said it, never say never, but, uh, you know, that's a long, long way from, and, and I know when you say that, then people immediately go, they're working us. Because <laughs> uh, there's nothing that you can say 
um, that will make people think otherwise. But it is what it is. But I promised an epic uh, moment tonight. I think Kevin Owens more than delivered, uh, blew the roof off uh, the building here, and uh, just knowing Kevin as well as I know Kevin, this was probably one of the biggest moments he's had in a long, long time that he has been looking forward to uh, for a long time. So um, it was awesome to see him in an NXT ring again. It was. Uh, and my follow-up would be, uh, it was not lost on anyone that uh, Matt Riddle hit the spear and the jackhammer uh, tonight. Um, is there any interest in moving in the direction of a Matt Riddle versus Goldberg match? You have to ask Goldberg. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, you remember, it's, I don't know. I've heard of one of the confrontations they've had off camera that would seem like he would be interested in a match. I just don't know if on TV or... Um, but... Um, you know, look, who knows, right? Like, uh, I think there's a moment in time, I think, that uh, I didn't know he was going to do that. I think Matt's very smart. It uh, obviously... Um, you didn't know he was going to do that? Obviously oh. garners attention. I, you know, I'm not, I don't, this is not the tell me everything you're going to do uh, deal. So um, I don't have a, certainly don't have a problem with it. I think if he thought that I did have a problem with it, he would have done it. I think there's a trust there. Um, and, uh, but... It's you know it's one of those uh, moments that creates a lot of buzz. So I don't know that um, I don't know that he thought m much more about it than it, when in, in that moment in time it would seem like the thing to do, right? And I think if you've ever met Matt Riddle, <laughs> that's kind of how he operates as a human being. Yes, it seemed like the thing to do at the time, bro. It's a good idea, man. Yeah. I got people talking. Exactly. Yeah. So. Stephen Milhausen supporting is nice to be here, Paul. And Thank just you. kind of follow on Nick, what Nick was saying about Kevin and a lot of people saying on social media, what's going on right now with Kevin since he's on Survivor Series tomorrow night with Team Raw. Is it back to NXT full-time or was he going to still be in the match tomorrow night? I'm, I, I, to be honest, I'm not sure at this time. If he is in the match, hmm, interesting. Is he really in the match? Or is he, I don't, you know what I mean? Like That's an interesting dilemma, isn't it? Um, if he's on Team Raw, but the night before he was facing off with the Undisputed Era and teaming up with Tommaso Ciampa and all those guys in NXT, hmm, interesting what could happen there. Um, I don't know. I, you know, it, this is a moment in time of uh, a lot of things have happened. It, it's it's funny how a mechanical issue with a plane that people blow up into something so much more, but a mechanical issue in a plane can create chaos that creates so much special, magical moments within it. And when you can capitalize on those things, it's amazing. So to me, that's what this whole month has been, and this is a part of that. Um, where does that go? Unsure. It sure does make it interesting. In the follow-up, when you look at the end of the match, and you see Tommaso and you see Adam on the top of the cage, what is running through your mind from the time they're getting ready, to, when the move is getting ready to happen, to the time they go through the air and through to the table? Yeah, those are the moments where I'm just holding my breath. And, you know, the truth is, in this business, I've seen more people get injured, including myself, on dumb little things that, you know, the, the stuff that the big giant spectacle spots that you really put so much care and thought into, yes, they're extremely dangerous, yes, they're extremely impactful, but it's funny, just more often than not, it's the little, it's the guy running across the ring that just turns his ankle and, you know, he's out six months or whatever. Um, but those moments, you can't help it. You know they're coming, you know what's happening, in, and especially in big ones like that, 
uh, because that that is stuff that I I absolutely know and I absolutely sign off on. There's certain things where I I I believe they can do safely, and I believe the risk to reward ratio is reasonable. Um, but there are also things that were brought up tonight where I was like, yeah, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> no, we're not doing that, guys. Like, I, as much as I love you guys and want you to to tear it up, like you were going to tear it up with all the other stuff, yeah, you don't need that, right? There's always that um, for everybody. So, um, but th that's when you hold your breath and you just you wait for the landing and you're just waiting for that referee to be able to tell you everybody's okay. Yeah. You know. All right, so let's go to the phones. We'll keep it at one question per hour. Let's just try to get through as many people as we can. We'll go to Mike Johnson, pwinsider.com. Hey, Paul, how are you? There you go, Mike. Got to get up early back to on you. Top. I've, I've been on hold go. since Wednesday. Thanks. Um, I, yeah, I want to talk uh, about the women's... Never hang, just don't <laughs> hang up. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I, I want to talk about the uh, the women's War Games match, specifically the Tegan Knox dakota Kai stuff. That was obviously something that had been brewing for some time. And just when we thought we knew where we were going, you kind of made a left at Albuquerque. Talk a little bit about the uh, how long the planning was for all that and your thoughts overall on the women's war games, because I thought they over-exceeded any expectations. Yeah, look, as high as, like, I believe in them, I think, more than anybody, right? And, and as high as my expectations were. When this first idea was first brought up, women's war games, there were some people that, thought absolutely there were some people that thought Oof, you're putting them in a really tough spot um, to be able to do that and deliver and you know the storytelling aspect along with everything else like it, it was a debate we debated it heavily um, but but the belief that they could deliver once that was the belief the idea was where we are at this moment of time the Tegan the Dakota the the moment that was that was day one that was day one of this plan of where we were going with all of that um it was it was um kind of sort of came along the idea of if we did women's war games if we did this what if we were able to do that you know um and it went from there so right from the get-go that wasn't a last minute that wasn't an audible that was uh that that was the design Jeez, I hate putting a time frame on things because time flies, but it, it was a design from step one. All right, thank you. Have a have a good night, and uh, congratulations on a great show. Thank you very much. Thanks for waiting so long on the phone since last week, you know. <laughs> and we'll go next to Jason Powell, yeah. net. Yeah, hey, Paul, with hey, uh, Jason. NXT. Hey, with uh, NXT TakeOver Portland listed for a Sunday night, are you guys considering a switch to a traditional three-hour format for, the, for a standalone show? And either way, will TakeOver specials start being offered on pay-per-view in addition to WWE Network? It seems like there's some additional revenue possibilities there. Uh, yeah, you know, I I, to, to be honest, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Um, uh, that's That's a... I don't know. I don't know the answer to the as far as the pay per view or anything else revenue question. I'm not really 100 percent sure. I know that the majority of people watch on the on the network. Um, the decision to go on Sunday. I think there's a long tradition of of Sundays and and uh, pay per views themselves. I think I had mentioned it earlier in the year about sort of um, 
sort of uncoupling some of the takeovers and and running them independently. So the idea to uh, have you know um, individual takeovers where they can mean more. I think adding more and more live content, not just in pockets of time, but in you know when you, when you when you think about it in some ways, like a, a week like tonight. Three hours Monday, two hours Wednesday, two hours Friday, uh, three hours tonight. Uh, you know, I, I don't even, I can't even put a number on how many hours tomorrow. Uh, three hours again on Monday. Like that's a lot. You're telling it's me it's just a lot, right? And to be able to to spread that out, I think, is more meaningful. To be able to move that around is more meaningful. Um, you know, you just so we just uh, announced uh, UK takeover for Blackpool for. Um, the NXT UK brand, you know, you, you're going to see more of that. You're going to see more of, of that kind of standalone and, and uh, having more and more live content in that manner on the WWE Network uh, going forward. Awesome. Thanks for the time. Thank you. And on the phone, we have Jim Barcelona, Miami Herald. Hey, Paul. Great show tonight again. Thank you so much. Just want to know with the uh, the broadcast team, talk about Morrow a little bit. I'm now I'm thinking that right the Adam Cole Pete Dunn match tomorrow night that the NXT broadcast team will call that. I'm all, but I'm also wondering that's the case. Will they be a part of any of the other matches because you have NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown? Yeah, there's a there's a whole uh, plan tomorrow. I, I was uh, laughing with uh, Michael Cole. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Those teams and I was laughing with Michael Cole the other day. I was like, "Oh my God, there's like more announcers than there are, I think, talent going to be in the building." Like, <laughs> 48 announce teams for all these brands and all that stuff, and uh, they're all going to call stuff. But yeah, Moro will be there, Beth will be there, Nigel will be there. Everybody's there. Um, you know, as far as uh, who's doing what matches, when, where, and how, um, it's kind of a mix, and they're switching off on different things here and there. So, but I, I believe. Uh, that the intent is wherever there is NXT involved in a brand, there will be some type of representation of NXT uh, voice, so to speak, within that brand, whether that's Beth, Nigel, or Morrow. So you, you will absolutely see them within the show tomorrow. I think it's fair to, to for all the brands to have that representation. Thank you. Thank you. We'll next go to Kelly. Oh, yeah. um, hey, Kelly. Hey there. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, at, at the risk of belaboring the point, wow, what a show. Thank you. Um, Thank okay, you. so the women's you never match say that too tonight. Much, by the way, anybody that wants to get on the line and just say, wow, what a show, that's awesome. I, you say that all day. It's <laughs> 
<laughs> it sounds good. I do have more, but uh, but sounds good. Uh, the women's match tonight, uh, it obviously did a great job of putting over Rhea, that's the obvious, and uh, and Dakota and Candice and Tegan, and I think a lot of these talents came out with, uh, you came out of these matches with a lot more, a, a very clear direction of where these, uh, of where these matches are going to go, whether they're on, on TV or on TakeOver, and War Games has always been good as a match, but this time it seemed like these long-term plans were in place, and in both of them you came out with much more intriguing stories uh, than we, we we did in the past. And I was just wondering if there was any creative force, whether they be on screen or backstage, that you would call out as being instrumental in the telling of these really engaging stories this year. So I think it's the whole team. Um, it's a, for, for me to call out one or two people would be unfair, there, but there's a whole team that, and that includes the talent that includes coaches and, um, production people. And we, we just, we, we, we collaboratively work together to make these things the best. I don't care where the idea comes from, whether the good ideas or not, you know, talent are just as much of the product and the collaborative effort of, of all of this, um, and, and to its success. I, I just think that there is, there's an ebb and flow in the business, right, in that at moments in time, you need to tell the chapter of the story that gets you, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened, and it gets me to the next chapter. Like, I can't wait to turn the page to the next chapter. But there also has to be those chapters that go like, wow, that was the end of this epic story, and, you know, I don't know where they're going to go next, but holy cow, that was almost like the season finale kind of thing. I think there's different there's different moments of, of where you are with different shows, right? Sometimes you're going to do a show that feels like sort of the end of all this culmination of all these stuff, uh, these uh, different storyline beats, and then when you get there, man, they all hopefully delivered, and you feel satisfied with all of it, and then when you say, like, where are they going to go tomorrow? Like, well, I don't even know where they would start. You know, that's great storytelling. There's also great storytelling where you do these moments and you think you're going to get that kind of payoff and you almost come out of it with, you know, more questions and more creative directions than you thought you had before, right? Like each, I don't know, like each each Star Wars movie either has a different take, right? It either feels like the end of a story or it feels like it might be the beginning of a story. Sometimes they're great where it's the end of a story and also the beginning of more stories. Like, oh my God, that's those are the best ones. Like, so it's it's all an ebb and a flow of where you're at in that moment in time. As for these, I felt like we did a, a really good job. Talent did a really good job in ring of telling stories that captivated you to tomorrow. Like I almost feel like there's as much intrigue of tomorrow now, or I don't necessarily mean tomorrow being Survivor, but I mean tomorrow in in the the NXT world of what? Oh my God, what happens on Wednesday? Where does this go? And even before you get there, how does that all spill over into tomorrow where they have to go to, to battle against Raw and SmackDown and do these teams, some of these teams hold together? Do some of these, um, you know, alliances hold together or do they fall apart and lead you to something even bigger within the NXT landscape? So those are all really intriguing stories. And I, and I think that it just makes you want to tune in, right? It does me anyway. Yeah, well, I absolutely agree with you there. High fives to the whole team, and thanks for a great show. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to go back to the room for another question. 
Hi, Ross Berman with WrestleZone. First of all, congratulations. Amazing show. Um, I want to talk, I want to ask about something you said earlier about uncoupling the takeovers from uh, the traditional WWE pay-per-views, you know, doing them on Sunday. Is there any uh, chance that NXT is going to start doing more international takeovers, or is the idea that international takeovers should be reserved for the NXT region that that area would be representing? I think that's a little bit of a work in progress, but I, I, I do like look. It's a big world with a lot of really cool places to go work. Um, would I love to, you know, as as much as I, I can look at the UK and say, you know, we're going back to Blackpool, like, I think they would do spectacularly in London. I also think we'd go to, the, you know, the Hydro and blow it out in Glasgow. I think, you know, we, we went to Cardiff and just, you know, it was it was amazing. There's so many places, and that that's just picking the places we go to on a regular basis. I think when you even get outside of those and start going to, different countries and regions oh my gosh right and then you start talking about nxt here like you bring those to any this nxt u.s brand to any one of those places and kill it i think you could go to japan you could go to australia you could go right it's a big world i love to look at all of it i love to bring them to all of it um trying to figure out how to make that happen with live tv and everything else right that that's the trick but i do believe that you know uncoupling them off of some of the, and I'm not to, talking about WrestleMania because obviously there's still going to be a takeover WrestleMania weekend. I think there's, there's still going to be a takeover on, on SummerSlam weekend because those are big ticket events where you know, people are kind of coming in and it's it's the it's the big long trip to Mecca, right? And, and you're going to come there. You got to go to WrestleMania week once in your life, and you got to do all the gigs and all the shows and access and everything else. And and, and that's what all of this is. But the other ones where they were always kind of piggyback together, I think it makes sense to split them apart. You know, I'd love it to get to a place, and I think a lot of people would, where, you know, every weekend you're you're going like, hey, what's what, who, what matches are on the yeah. the WWE Network live this weekend? You know, what's the card this weekend? Oh, it's Takeover this weekend. Oh, it's UK Takeover this weekend. Oh, this weekend is uh, TLC. You know, that's the kind of thing where I think when when you start getting into that and and live on a reoccurring basis like that and and spreading that stuff out, the the, the value increases dramatically. Thank you so much. Yep. Okay, we're going to do two more on the phone, and then we're going to call it a night. And we'll go to Ryan Satin with Pro Wrestling Sheet. Hey, Paul. Great hey, show tonight. Uh, so how does Thank it feel you for much. you personally? Just uh, how, does, <laughs> yeah. how does it feel for you personally just to see the excitement over superstars like Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, and the Revival returning to the brand from both the wrestlers themselves and the fans? Look, I think it's amazing. Um, one, of, one of the coolest things for me is how many of the talent for a myriad of reasons that you can imagine uh, come to me on a, on a regular basis to say, hey, if you ever need uh, somebody at NXT, hey, if you, I'd love to go to the U.K., and I love them, yeah, man. I'd love to get in there. Um, I'd love to do this. I'd love to do that. If there's ever a need, man, I'll come there. I'll work with anybody you want. I, you know, sometimes talent are off, and they call up. And it's the funniest thing. You know, people talk all the time about their schedules or whatever. But then you give talent a week off, and the first thing I do when you give them a week off is they give me a call and go, "Hey, I saw that uh, NXT's running in St. Louis or something. Can I, anywhere I could get on those shows?" You know, um, it's a, it, it speaks it speaks to the brand. It speaks to the fan base. There, uh, man. There's just something special about it, and when you step into it, I don't care where you go to um, the live events. And if you guys have been to them, you know what I'm talking about. Like even when I go there, it's just a different buzz. Uh, somebody said to me one time, 
that, you know, the WWE is awesome. It's it's like these big family reunions, and it's so much fun, and you're seeing all these people, and it's and the shows are great, and it's entertaining, and all that stuff. But going to NXT is like being in the middle of a riot. You know, it's, it's a different vibe and a different feel, um, and and that's cool. And I think that having that for for talent to be able to come back, I can tell you that when uh, when the revival came or we had that conversation about them coming in, which, first of all, they've been asking me about forever. And uh, when I said, hey, you want to come and work with UE? First of all, they were just like, well, yeah, it's not even a question. Yes. And then <laughs> a couple minutes later, they came back by me, and they were like, hey, how much time will we have? And I, you know, I kind of said what I was thinking, and they were like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, oh, thank you so much. This will be amazing. Like, they were just, you know, like little kids uh, again. Getting let loose in the candy store, you know, and, and uh, that's cool. It's a testament to the brand. It's a testament to everybody that's there that they want to do that and to the fan base for, you know, bringing that excitement and level of passion. The fan base, the fan base of NXT brings that passion to the talent, and then the talent bring their passion back to them. It's this symbiotic relationship between the two, and that is something special that they all just want to be a part of. And I'm not saying that doesn't exist in the WWE, but they get that fix on a regular basis, and there's a slightly different feel to it. So every now and then you just want to pop back in there and get that other fix and and, and, and feel something different. You know, and I, I can't tell you how many talent uh, Finn was one of them. You know, walk back in the door, and they, they, they've done WrestleMania now in front of 80,000 people, and they walk into full sale, and then we're going to do something on TV, and they come to me an hour before, and like, dude, I haven't been this nervous in years. You know, it's a different vibe. It's a different world. It's awesome. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, thanks again for doing this. Yeah, thank you. Okay, this will be the final question. We'll go to Sean Ross's out, Fightful. Hey, Paul, thanks hey, for Sean. taking the time. Uh, obviously, NXT does things a little bit differently, but uh, we saw Britt Baker, who works for a competitor, shown on the broadcast, a very clear camera shot on her, and even referenced on commentary. Uh, was How do you kind of come to terms with that? And Because it's, it's not something that's done often. Yeah, so, look, I just had this conversation. I just saw her a minute ago. Um and I said it to Adam before I saw her. I was like, "Oh, dude, they they took a shot." I um, swear this. <laughs> the director that took the shot didn't know who it was. Just went to the woman in the crowd that was the most uh, had the most concerned, crazy look on her face, and he took the shot. The second he took the shot, he, you know, somebody next to him, I'm sure, said who, and he got off the shot. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it in any way, shape, or form. And then to not address it, then it's the elephant in the room that you don't address. Like you're making it like uh, now it's weird, right? So you just gotta you gotta address it. I don't have a problem with it any way, shape, or form. But I would never want to put a talent in that position. I get why she's here. I get who she's here with. And I would never want to put her in a position where I took a shot of her and it gets her heat or it gets her uh, to have a problem with her, you know, employers and people and, 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 and what she's doing. I wouldn't want that to be a problem for her. And it very easily could be. And it also can create a problem with not that anybody on the Internet would wind stuff up ever. 
but but uh, we'll see. It, you know, it just it just makes some. Yeah, <laughs> but it just makes something sometimes that's that is nothing, right? And and so when I saw it at first, I was like, oh my god, was that just for it? And then uh, it was like, oh, like I I feel bad because I don't want to ever put somebody like that in a position where that that could be problematic um, for for anyone. Um, it just it just it doesn't need need to happen. And unfortunately, it's the second time it's happened. For whatever reason, I, I don't know. I got to talk to the people, and and everybody will not believe in this, and they will think this is absolutely not. Um, but like the, the one other time, she was sitting right next to Steph, and I, you know, we just took Steph in the camera shot. I don't know that anybody at that moment in time even knew who it was sitting next to Steph. They just thought it was somebody sitting next to Steph. Um, so it's but it's just one of those things, and and while I don't have a problem with it at all, I don't even have a problem with it being on camera. I don't have a problem with it of saying it. I just would never want it to be problematic for somebody else because, look, I'm happy for her. She's got a good thing going on. She's killing it. Uh, she's doing a great job, and uh, and and that's and that's awesome. And I certainly would never want that to, to interfere with what she does. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Um, was that the last one? Yes. So um, I appreciate everybody jumping on this call. Um, I can't tell you for me. Um, Coming in here today and 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 everything, Chicago is one. This is one of my favorite buildings. It's just so loud in here, and it's like a phenomenal place as a, as a talent. Um, you know, come here when we were coming here during the Attitude Era. It's always one of my favorite buildings. And uh, to come here tonight and, and watch these talent all do this, their their passion. Everybody in NXT, from our crew to the the camera guys to directors to on-camera people to ta in-ring talent and everything, the passion is infectious. And I, I can't tell you enough that when I come here and I see everybody, how hard they work and the passion that goes into it for me, um, it's inspiring. And it just makes me want to, uh, it just makes me want to go 24-7 for them to give them everything they ever wanted out of this business and then some. Um, and that's what I saw here tonight was just, um, just passion at a whole different level than I that I often see, and then um, that is that is out there in a lot of ways. So uh, it was an awesome night. I'm so proud of all of them, and uh, I look forward to doing it again. But thank you all for the support on this. Thank you for taking the time to make the call, and um, I will uh, talk to you next time. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy Survivor Series tomorrow. And that does conclude today's conference call. We thank you all for joining. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.